<clears throat> this is uh, this is odd. This is gonna sound odd. Um, I'm doing a thing that I haven't done before, uh, out of necessity, just to uh, just to say hey to you guys. I don't know how long this will be, uh, but I am recording this in my car at work. <laughs> I am one step away from being the old guy who's ranting uh, in a selfie in his truck. Be like, I'm, I'm gonna tell you right now, folks, that this is uh, this this can't go on. I'm legit doing it, except that you know I've got a, a higher quality microphone um, on the console. Like I don't, I don't know why this is just uh, this is just something I'm doing. <laughs> Uh, just, just to do it real quick and say, Hey, um, I can't, the, I put it off going, I'm just going to record on the normal night that I record. But then, uh, we have plans that, uh, my boss is taking the employees, all three of us, uh, out to eat with our spouses and, uh, and everything and, uh, or significant others or whatever. And, which is weird because it's it's this because they're all like oh we're because they're really curious to meet my wife. I think one of those things like who would they're they're not saying it but they're implying like who would possibly marry this guy and put up with his shit. That's kind of they're not saying that but it's the vibe I get and you know and they're not wrong. They're not wrong. I would also be curious as to who the fuck, why, why would anyone? Um, but somebody did, and we're gonna get free food out of it. However, because of that, I'm, I'm not gonna be able to record tonight. I, I guess I could record when I come back from it, but I'm not. It's it late at night. Um, just it's. Um, I so the solution to me was well, let me just uh, do it in my car. That's not crazy. Because we're out at a warehouse, so I'm like parked on the side. There's like nobody going to walk by. But so so my exposure of uh, looking like I'm crazy is uh, not at all, you know, it, it's low. And also the people who know me would walk by and be like, hey, John, nice microphone. And they wouldn't have any other questions. They'd be like, yeah, sure. No, that makes sense. Uh, narcissistic guy's got to uh, do his show about him at work during his lunch. That makes sense. Checks all the boxes. Uh, happy holidays. If you're a sober person, I hope you're staying sober. I hope you continue to stay sober through the holidays. If you're not a sober, sober person, I hope you're staying sane. And I hope you continue to stay sane through the holidays. I mean, it's, you know, the it, it's weird, though, with the sobriety thing that it seems like that the holidays, there'd be more temptations. People are like, oh, I bet it's hard to stay sober over the holidays. It's really not. It's, it's kind of overblown, at least from my perspective. It's, you know, you don't, <clears throat> you tend to not relapse on holidays 
you tend to not go, you know, at Christmas dinner with your family going, you know what, now is the time where I fuck everything up. That's not what happens. What happens is, is that it's afterwards, it's after, after you see your family and you go back and then you're by yourself. That's actually when it is. It's, it's the night after. That's when you have to kind of go. That's when you need to be vigilant. You need to be vigilant when you're by yourself and no accountability and you come down from the endorphin high of, you know, all the, the gifts and, and, you know, or whatnot or whatever it is that, that you're going to do. That's when you need to be careful. So I hope that you are careful and I hope that uh, it, yeah, I hope it works out. I hope it, uh, you keep, keep doing what you're doing. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's it's crazy. I know everything's. Uh, I don't know. It's it's a it's a weird vibe. I had this uh, this sort of thing that hit me, and I'm wondering. I'm hoping that it has for several people, because um, I know a lot of people have uh, tired of stuff. Um, by the way, to prove that I'm in my car, here's the door, and I slammed the door. That's good. Uh, <laughs> John, we didn't think you were lying. This seemed like something you would do. I got it. I know that a lot of people uh, are tired. Um, and unfortunately, what that means is uh, when they're tired of doing all the things because of COVID, they t- they tend to just kind of blow it all off. And I'm like, fuck it. I'm done with everything. Not, not the best strategy. Uh, but I am also tired of people's shit. Just... On both sides, trying to be right, um, and I don't care anymore to be right, um, or to be. It's not not about being right. It's about being recognized by other people as being right. That's really what it is. And uh, you know, it just kind of finally hit me that you know, at some point, people collectively, I'm not everybody. But the majority of us at some point need to completely shift over to the mindset of COVID to be more like the, treat it more like the flu and less like AIDS. You know what I mean? Oh my God, I'm HIV positive. I mean, I'm sorry. I mean, I'm COVID positive. It's that, that, that mindset's dumb. It made sense, you know, when ever when we didn't have a vaccine and we didn't have any kind of treatments, it made sense to be kind of, you know, tense about it and, you know, telling people what to do and stuff, you know, from from a safety uh, position. But now people, it's, it's your responsibility. Are you going to get a flu shot? I don't get flu shots and I probably should, but I don't because I've never gotten the flu. I got vaccinated though. Will I get the booster? I don't know. I'm still get, gaining information from the virologist webs uh, podcast series that I listen to, and and we'll see. Um, you know, but the thing is, is that you got it. You know, when you think of it as your health, and it's like, okay, let's just go with our lives here. Let's be safe. Let's do all the things we're supposed to do. Oh, are you sick? Get tested. Find out if you're sick. Oh, I do have COVID. Okay, go home. Stay away from people. 
take treatments. Are you getting worse? Go to a doctor. Like it's it's it seems like we're overcomplicating things now. Like it made sense for so long, but now it's just and I'm tired of people and I'm tired of their shit. But the only way to do that is just to be like, all right, you is to let go of those people. And it's just weird that it finally dawned on me. Oh man, people are still treating this like it's HIV. And uh, it might be time to shift so that you can continue to live and not stress yourself out. That was kind of my epiphany was going, oh man, I hope, I don't think I'm the only one feeling this way, but I, I feel like that's, that's for, from a stand, from an emotion, to survive emotionally, I think that's the way we got to go, man. I don't know. And let me uh, let me just shift real quick to something that's a little bit more... Um, that is completely unrelated. And way less serious. But is just as confusing to me. This is just as confusing as to me as to the entire how people deal with COVID situation. This is just as confusing. In the Walgreens that I went to this past week, the freezer doors or the the, the doors that uh, the refrigerator doors that have all the the beverages, right? They have they all have LCD screens, and you know that flash different advertisements and everything. But when you approach it. It then shows you pictures of all the drinks that are on the shelves right behind these doors. Whether it be alcohol, whether it be sodas or coffee or whatever. And if they're missing items, it says underneath it, you know, will be restocked soon to indicate if it's available or not, right? That's that's insane. Because you know it works just as effective as having an LCD screen let you know if something is there or not? Having glass that you can see through, that seems like it might be more affordable and have the same effect as having full-door LCD screens, like eight of them. Maybe Walgreens is making too much money off of the, you know, their their prescriptions or whatever else. Maybe they just are throwing money away for no reason. Um, okay, a couple more things. I'll let you go to go about your uh, holidays. And I hope you have good ones, by the way. Um, oh, you know what? Yeah, that's what we're doing is it turns out Chris uh, on Christmas Eve my uh, my uh, dad and his wife are gonna come up um, and eat at our house and uh, and uh, my wife is excited about it because we didn't know what we were gonna do if we were gonna go see them or whatever and um, you know she's decorated the uh, our place very festive and so now she gets to show it off and uh, it's uh, it's great. It and the thing is, it almost didn't come about. What had to happen? Because I'm talking to my dad. My dad's like me. 
And we're just kind of like, I don't know. And you, you know, I'm like, I don't know, Daddy, you going to be around on Christmas Eve? Uh, he's like, yeah. I'm like, all right, I'm, maybe I'll come by. You know, maybe we'll just come by, I don't know, sometime in the afternoon or whatever. And he's like, yeah, you know, you know, people are, you know, going to eat big meals on uh, Christmas Day. So maybe Christmas Eve, we'll just have some sandwiches and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, I sa- sure, sandwiches, I'm fine, whatever. We'll just come by and just kind of hang out. No big deal. Dick gift exchange, blah, 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 take off. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's me and my dad making plans. And then I'd go back and tell my wife, and my wife's like, um, why don't I just cook instead of sandwiches? Which, you know, at the time, when I'm talking to my dad, like, oh, that makes sense, but it's like Christmas, you know, Eve, you know, with your family. It's like, she's like, why don't I cook? And she's like, you know what, I'll talk to, uh, you know, my dad's wife, who has, uh, who they have each other's numbers. She goes, I'll call her. We'll make plans. And I went, yeah. I was only talking to my dad about this because you, you said, hey, why don't you call your dad and make some plans? Well, that's how we make plans. That's how the Rabin men make plans. The bare minimum. And it's iffy. And it's just kind of like, yeah, whatever. We don't really, don't ever let us talk about plans that's we're good at going and fetching things do you need us to pick something up do you need money i'll give you the money to to make your plans and whatever and organize but do not make me have to schedule shit that's not how i do i gotta go pick it up i'll go pick it up i will drive somewhere and pick something up i am very good at that i know my weaknesses and, you know, making a decision and plans and <laughs> calling an audible. You know what? No, we're going to do this. No, no. You got to keep the Raven men out of that kind of shit. That's that's really what that's about. But, uh, uh, one, oh, one last thing. <laughs> this is, I've... I've been fascinating, and these stories have been popping up and been going on for about a month and a half. And it's kind of, there's been a trend of parents all over the country talking to their school districts about getting certain books banned and removed from school libraries. And it's like trending. It's like going around, which means this all happened because they were all like either, I don't know if Fox News did a thing or if it was, you know, I don't know if Tucker Carlson said some shit. I don't know who said some shit. I don't know if it was a focus on the family Christian thing. You know, it sounds like one dude or one person discovered one book or they're fearful about, you know, I don't know if they're fearful about gays or minority. I don't know who they're scared of. I don't know what it is, but I think it all started with one person who told some people and they probably did a Facebook post on it and it spread like wildfire to other scared parents. So they're all out. You know, I just, uh, just saw a news article about a, a, a woman in Wyoming who read passages of, 
quote unquote porno, you know, a sex scene from a but a, a teen, a adult, you know, a young adult book or whatever at a at a school board meeting, which to me is just, you know, you know that a uh, uh, a mother from Wyoming totally sells the material right. Be like trying to read my act, and then this is what he said, and then you know the time. I'm sure her timing was great. I'm sure she, you know, kept you know her context was was superb. Uh, she explained what was going on with the book and the plot, but uh, it's I've you know it's. A lot of people talk, you know, it's serious, but uh, it's not serious because it's, you know, first of all, these are school libraries. Um, but here's the thing that, uh, that the question I have, I have one question. I have two questions. It's probably two questions. The first question is this, and the, and, and the most important question about this, this situation. What kids are reading books are actually reading right they're not going to read these books until they hear their parents tell them not to read the books then they're going to fucking read the books actually what they'll do is they'll find out what book you said to, for them to stay away from and instead of reading that book because they weren't you know they don't go yeah you know, what they're not going to go to the school library. I don't know anybody. Even twenty, even thirty years ago, I don't. I don't know a single kid that checked a book out of the school library that wasn't related to a, an assignment. You know, we went to a regular library. We didn't have the internet, but we went to the regular library. So, so even without the internet, we didn't go to the school library. So I'm not worried about that. I'm not worried at all. But what kids are reading? If you tell them not to see a book, they're gonna. They now all of a sudden they're interested. Well, why won't my uh, mother want me to? What's what's going on with this book? But you know what they're gonna do? They're gonna buy the audio book. Or they're gonna go find the audio book online. They'll go through Audible. Then they'll hear somebody else reading that filth that you say to them instead of them reading. So they won't get the benefit of reading. And then they're going to discover what you want. And then they're going to go, man, this shit is lame. Because they have phones. That would be my second question. Doesn't your kids have phones? If your kid has a phone, they've been on Pornhub. You fucking idiot. You're trying to protect them from books. They've been online talking to adults because you gave them phones and internet access. It's crazy. It doesn't make any sense. It's hilarious. I want to ban a book. <laughs> okay. All right. A book? It's like, we got to keep these kids away from, you know, typewriters. All right. <laughs> All right. There's trucks driving around now. I'm going to get out of here. Thank you, guys. Enjoy the holidays. Uh, we'll see you in a week. Later. Later.